Well, for me, it's a good evening because I'm recording at 10.23 p.m. And we are so grateful for our guest tonight because I called him last minute due to some unforeseen happenings tonight. So welcome, Coulter Hewlett. Say hello, hey, Coulter. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, thanks. It's great to be on with you, Natalie. Coulter and I have been friends for actually quite a long time now that I think about it. We actually got thrown into a double date together with my other friend Natalie and her at the time boyfriend. I can't remember his name. He was <laughs> my roommate at the time. He was his roommate. Yeah. yeah. So we went to the wall at BYU and I remember we got some French fries. Anyways, so that's yeah, how I yeah, met it him. Was, it was really nice. Probably circa 2018, maybe even 2017, like, like yeah. a long time ago. But then Coulter and I have stayed friends and we went to Hawaii last year with our friends together, which was so fun. And hint to what we're going to talk about. We've been rock climbing together. Not a ton. But he is an incredible rock climber, and I'm so excited to dive into that. And oh, well, thank you so much. I and what that means to be passionate about rock climbing. But the question of today, before we get started, is what is a song that's been on repeat? Oh, yeah, this is a great question. Um, so I like to collect vinyl, and I recently was up in Boise so for cool. a concert. Um, we were, my girlfriend and I were seeing. Uh, Greta Van Fleet and we stopped by a vinyl shop there in downtown Boise and I picked up um, Circles by Mac Miller and I've been listening to that album every day. How does that one go again? Wait, sing a little bit of it. So the song I was going to say is Good News. Oh. Good news, good news, good news. That's all they want to hear. I don't know if I know that song. (laughs) It's really good. I would recommend giving it a listen. But yeah, Good News by Mac Miller. Nice. I was just in downtown Boise too. I went and saw Lainey. In Boise. Oh, yeah. Boise is touring around the Western yeah. States. It's the there. place to go because it's cheaper and like no one shows up to those concerts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can get great seats. It was it was really cool, actually, at the venue when we went. Um, we had, I mean, cheap seats, you know, very, very high up in kind of a stadium type venue. It was Boise State's basketball stadium. Oh, cool. And uh, partway through the concert, somebody from the venue came and grabbed us and gave three like really nice tickets um, for the pit and we're like we just need to fill these like can you guys go move down that's awesome it was it was really sweet that is so cool yeah i've heard greta i've listened to some of greta van vliet and it's awesome so i know a lot of people love that band so that's cool so well everyone go check out those songs so let's get to know coulter a little bit better so briefly tell us where you're from Anything else you want to share, and then we'll jump into what you light up about. That sounds great. Um, So I'm from Pocatello, Idaho. I was born and raised in southeast Idaho. Um, And I uh, went to school at Brigham Young University. And uh, Go Cougs. Go Cougs, yep. And uh, I majored in public health with a health science emphasis. I graduated December of uh, 2019. It was right before the pandemic hit. that I graduated with that major. So that was really interesting having that perspective as you see the pandemic occur and people's reactions to that. Oh, what a time, Um, what a time. Yeah, yeah. And being raised in Pocatello and spending a lot of time in, you know, the Western states, especially Utah, Idaho, um, some time in Colorado, or Colorado, California, is what I meant to say. Sorry, (laughs) Colorado's on the brain lately. Um, I consider myself like a pretty avid outdoorsman. I love you know, backpacking, hiking, camping, fishing, climbing, 
Um, you can tell why we're friends, right? <laughs> Those oh, listening, because yeah. <laughs> I love all of it too. But you're like so much of that out here to take part in too. So and you're the real deal, lately. though. Like you do all these things. I love all these things and I've done them, but I don't consistently do them. But one thing I know about you is that you're consistent with your passions, which I love. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I. I mean, it's just it. It is what makes me light up when it when you were uh, asking me what things I would be interested in talking about, what makes me light up. It's really hard because there's such a broad spectrum of stuff yeah. with the outdoors, but climbing especially lately has been a really big one for me. And photography. You're awesome at photography too. That's true. You can probably see if you're watching the video of this, you can see I have some vintage. Oh yeah. Um, that's so cool. Cameras here in the background. And, My dad uh, collects those. That's so fun. Yeah. It's really awesome. I, I have dreams and aspirations of shooting film on each and every one of them that's so cool he let me take a few photos in hawaii with his film camera and it was so fun i wish i was better at it maybe one day time yeah, and place for all these passions yeah. they really did there's some on my instagram and his instagram which will be in the show notes you can go check out today he posted one on his story of his brother fly fishing it was beautiful so make sure to go check out coulter and his passions on his social media so today the topic we're going to dive into is rock climbing, which I'm so excited to learn about why you're passionate about this and how it can benefit others because there's some hidden things that you may not have thought about before and I'm excited that we get to learn about that today. So let's get a background about how this passion developed. Yeah, so um, Southeast Idaho actually has a fair bit of opportunity for rock climbing. There's a really awesome famous spot there called city of rocks and mm -hmm. uh it's i forget if it's like a natural preserve or a national preserve but basically it's just a ton of giant granite cliffs that rise up out of the desert so um, cool and it's stunning and i remember going there as a little kid and just like climbing around in the rocks and stuff like that and experiencing all of this beautiful granite and being fascinated with it and uh I was always involved with scouting and stuff when I was when I was a young man, the Boy Scouts of America. So I got a little bit of exposure there. But really what did it for me was my high school had a club called the Outdoor Club. And um, in the spring and in the fall, we went to school kind of out on the edge of town in Pocatello. It's called Century High School. On the way back into town from there, there are actually some basalt cliffs. Um, which basalt is a type of lava uh -huh. rock. The black shiny and one. Mm -hmm. I remember <laughs> you can get um, you can get really interesting stuff whenever you've got lava rock there's pockets of air and gases that happen as it's cooling and uh, so we would stop there with the outdoor club twice a week it was Tuesdays and Thursdays after school on the way in and the teachers the advisors would set up all the ropes and the kids could just come you didn't have to have shoes or a harness or anything. They provided all of that and you just climb for like an hour or two after school. Wow. So that's really how I got my start in rock climbing. Now, we're young. at that point, it was just kind of something to do with friends. Um, mm -hmm. More recently, it's been much more of a passion where I've gotten into it enough to plan my own trips and buy my own gear and really uh, coordinate things and, and form a friend group and a core group of individuals that love to do the same things that I do. So yeah, um, I love that early start on it, but more recently it developed into like a deep and, and abiding passion for me. Yeah, that's so cool. And in the notes, 
of the outline before we recorded, you mentioned how you can pursue endless challenges and tests of overcoming them. And I, I know that like the times I've rock climbed and sometimes I've, the times I've bouldered with you, like I try one and then you just like, I get fatigued or disappointed and it, you have to just like hop over that mental curve, maybe go try another one and then come back to it. And then like the more support you have of someone like coaching you and being like, Oh, put your leg there, put your hand here. Like then you can do it. And then when you finally like accomplish something you've been working at, it feels incredible. Oh, and I, yeah, yeah go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say the, the support of somebody with you is massive, but also like you're saying, just the mental feat of, of accomplishing it yourself and feeling like you've done something you previously didn't think was possible for you mm. um, or that you like sincerely doubted yourself on. Yeah. Overcoming yeah. that is like central to rock climbing. Pursuit, pursuit of endless challenges. Yeah. I, I love just that wording. Let's dive a little bit deeper into what that means and how we can learn to push ourselves into these challenges. What do you think? Yeah, so I think um, one of the first things that you learn with regards to climbing, which I think really applies to life, is that there are going to be things that are more suited to you and less suited to you. So um, whenever I meet somebody who's new to climbing, they are going to be really good at one style of climbing usually and really struggle with another. So for example, if they have really good, um, a good grasp of their body geometry and their phys- physicality, then they could maybe be really good at a type of climbing called slab climbing. Hmm. Um, or if you're just really, really burly and strong, like you lift weights a lot, you might be really good at really overhung climbs hmm. um, that are more physical or endurancey. Interesting. Um, so the nature of that and the nature of pursuing endless challenges and there always being something more for you to grab onto really lends itself to first you have to find your style and you have to find what works for you and what hmm. doesn't. Okay. And that's where you start to identify what challenges you really want to chase. Um, hmm. So it, it's almost parallel to playing to your strengths, right? Like you start where you could be good at and then go from there. Absolutely. And Hmm. it's important to to be well-rounded, to try and develop all those different skills because um, nothing is going to be just one style, right? Mm -hmm. There's going to be routes that utilize multiple different styles of climbing. Interesting. Um, But the idea is start with what you're good at and build from there. Get comfortable. Feel the holds, the rocks, the texture. Um, or if you don't know what you're good at, just try. I think there's super easy top rope ones. There are easy bouldering ones too. And it's more fun than you think. Cut your nails before you go is just my advice. (laughs) If you're a girl and have long nails. (laughs) Tough to climb with long nails. But, but the point of it is like, it's the same with life. If you, if you come at life and you're just kicking against, or if you come at life kicking against the hardest challenges for you and working the hardest on things that you're not very good at, it's going to be a very difficult experience. It's going to be difficult to feel like you're making traction totally motivated or excited about things. But if you yeah. can find something that you're good at and take that experience, really learn from it and use it and bring it into the different styles, it helps you develop in a way that I think is really healthy. It's good for your mind to start with something that's familiar and that you could, 
you know you can work through and bring that approach to new challenges. Wow, that's awesome. What's your favorite style of climbing? So me personally, um, I'm terrible with like pinches. Pinchy routes are awful for me. I like the slabby, crimpy stuff where you have to really position your body a certain way. Mm, that's um, cool. And just kind of trust in it because um, if I'm being honest, like my physicality, my strength is a lot less than some of my friends, especially grip strength and pinch strength, which mm. is really central. To Literally your fingers and the muscles. Mind. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. But my mentality is pretty good on it because I've been doing it for a while. So if yeah. I feel like I can trust a hold with my feet or trust a crimp with my hands, then I can get up some really weird tenuous positions. So that's my favorite is when it's a really mentally demanding climb yeah. that you have to convince yourself that you can do. And the times I've climbed with you, like I, you're true to that. Like you are so good at like even walking me through a challenge and how I can overcome it. Like that support group super helpful. And then just learning about yourself. And when you try climbing, like I think anyone who tries climbing could enjoy it. I don't know. That That's maybe being too broad. But at least for me, like every time I go climbing, I'm like, oh, why don't I do this more? This is awesome. And it's so fun to get better and get faster or have races with your friends on easy ones just for the fun of it. Um, oh, yeah. But and, there's so much and, you can do with it. And if it is something that's unfamiliar to you, it's also a really welcoming community. So it's really easy to meet somebody and be like, hey, I'm just getting into this. Oh, everyone's so nice at the climbing gyms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's actually getting back to what I was talking about earlier with my friendships that I've developed through it. That's where I've found my my most sincere, long-lasting friends um, at this stage of my life is uh, I love that. basically every single one of them was through the climbing gym. I think there's something about the mindset of a climber that makes a really good friend. Yeah. And like uh, you said, just asking someone, and I've done this before too, like if we're both like standing on the same side or I'm watching them, I'm like, wait, how did you do that? Like, I'm going to try that one. Could you help me? And then they're like more than willing to because everyone, I think the biggest thing is like you take breaks because your hands do get so tired and your muscles like the next day after climbing I'm sore all over my arm in places I never knew I had muscles <laughs> yeah I mean, obviously they're there but I don't know I love that aspect so recap oh, recap of the first half climbing helps you pursue challenges and overcome them and then in turn I think the second thing I want to talk about with you today Coulter is resiliency from challenging yourself over and over again that oh, yeah. may be the edge of your limit. Like for me, I just, I need to learn more about this because I want to grow and be more resilient and challenge myself to go to the edge. And then in the last episode, I talked about when you're at the edge is when you can fly. So it's like, you got to do these things that are hard and challenging. So let's talk about that. Coulter, how have you learned that through rock climbing? Oh man. So it's actually really interesting. When I first started uh, climbing again, you know, at this stage of life as like a 20 something year old adult, uh, I remember one climb in particular that was set at my local gym. I went and competed in a competition and, nice. um, it was so much fun. The energy was so high. I was trying on a climb that I kind of at that point had no business being on. Right. It's like, it was beyond my ability, but I still felt like I could get it. 
and I kept failing over and oh. over and over again. For context, this was a bouldering competition. And I normally at that point was climbing V4s and this was a V6, which I had never oh. even successfully summited. Today. So the lower Vs for those listening are easier, the harder, the higher the number, the harder they get. And they're hard. Yeah. Like I can barely do a V2. Okay, so keep going. And each grade for reference is like a pretty significant step. There may be an easy or a hard V4 or V5. And once again, it gets down to your physicality and, and your mm -hmm. makeup, which is why I was doing so well on this one is because it was that kind of crimpy, slabby, technical Body stuff positioning one. About. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, over and over again, I was trying this climb and I would get to the last hold and it was basically a, a finish hold that was set sideways. It was set um, mm. so that you couldn't get a good grip on it vertically. You had to kind of fall into it from the side oh, and scary. catch yourself. Oh, so and scary. You're at the top yeah, you're at the top of the wall already. You have no good handholds or footholds to support that. You you're just like have 15 to feet high, it. right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And uh, that was the move repeatedly that I did probably 20 to 30 times and fell every single time. Oh. I never accomplished it. And mm. I tried for the next two months that that route was still up in the gym after the competition mm. and fell every single time. And uh, you would think that would do something to you mentally. It would to but me. <laughs> in, in, in reality, the excitement of feeling like you were close every time was enough. And I think that's what it gets down to huh. for a climber, is feeling like you are really getting somewhere and feeling like you're really getting close each time is enough to at least keep you trying on it. I mean, um, after all, it is about what you're becoming and the journey versus the end result in the grand oh, scheme yeah. of life, you Absolutely. know, because with every time you try, you get stronger. Absolutely. And I felt I that, that progress. I felt that growth and I felt that determination within myself. Now, did I ever send it? No, absolutely not. I, I fell every single time on it, but you fast forward a year or two, I've sent multiple v6s i've sent a v7 at this point which was my goal Dang. at the start of this year so sent means um, he completed the v7 and made it right mm -hmm. yeah exactly you you cool. finish it with both hands controlled on the finish hold there's a lot and of I'm climbing, climbing lingo <laughs> i'm climbing hard stuff outdoors that i didn't think i would be able to do before as well like so, top rope or lead top rope lead and cool. boulder i try to do it all there's um, a lot that's awesome so that's I think what drives the resiliency is the sense that whether or not you finish it, you're getting stronger and it's going to lead you to a point where you can do that level down the line. And it, I think it all adds up. It really does, huh? Absolutely. And I think the other thing that helps with the resiliency is the sense of community, like we talked mm, about. Yeah. It really it is, is amazing really what the words of others can do to you. Absolutely. It is really hard to stay resilient and confident on it, especially when you're freaked out in the moment, 15 feet up, and you know you're going to fall into a bad finish hold. Mm. And if you have like three people below you saying, come on, man, you got this, like, that just feels amazing. Yeah, um, it really does. We all need cheerleaders and in, in rock climbing and just in life, like small words go a long way. And I just, I hope you listening today can maybe 
take this and encourage someone in something they're doing. Shoot them a text, be like, hey, you're doing awesome at work. Like I heard this about you or I don't know, just those little things go such a long way. Um, I love thinking of how you can be more resilient and those thoughts are very profound. And what, so, and then, wow, sorry, jumbled, jumbled words for a second. The question I want to ask is, what resiliency in your life? Nope, I still can't talk. It's late. Um, when are times you have been resilient that you've learned from being rock, from rock climbing that you've been resilient in life? Okay, did that make sense? That was so hard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Think, I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> I think I track what you're asking. Um, times when that resilience that has, I've gained from rock climbing has, has transferred over. My, Yes. Yeah, led into, transferred into <laughs> there my we regular go. life. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, it's it's funny because there's so many different ways. It's uh, it's from things like relationships. Um, mm. You can try and try and try as as much as you want or as hard as you want when you're dating and when you're single. And sometimes you're just not going to be with that person that you think you're supposed to be with. Yes. And uh, it's not going to work out for you. But the art of trying and working at it is helping shape you into the person that can succeed. I love that. Um, That's going on the quote wall. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate that. So from dating to other things like employment right now, Mm. um, it's a big topic for me and some close friends of mine somebody that I know really uh closely is really struggling finding the right job the right fit Mm, and can relate uh, (laughs) yeah it's just I mean that's a hard part of life and it's tough to navigate especially on your own which kind of gets back to the sense of community right you have to have people in your corner it's true have having people help you and advocate for you goes so far in all of these different aspects of life yeah I love that there's also a sense of like the more you try and the more you apply yourself including in in jobs or in careers the more you apply for positions or work at that promotion or try to make yourself into the person who has the job that you want right the more likely you are to be a qualified candidate and get it and Um, sometimes that is just trusting the process huh and like like you said, with your V6 and then now you're able to do V7s, like even though you knew you could like, I feel like once you fail, it's hard to do it again, knowing you're probably going to fail again. I mean, with life too, like there's mistakes I make in my life that I'm like, oh, okay, I won't do that again. And then I do that again, <laughs> no matter what I'm trying to do differently. And I fail again, but I, I just have to keep trying and eventually I feel like you do build up that strength even if you failed a thousand times or made that same mistake a thousand times like you just have to trust that eventually you'll figure it out absolutely absolutely it's about a perspective shift really Mm. um perspective and I think one of those things that has to do with the um the perspective shift for from a climber's perspective especially is that the rock is not going anywhere like you have the rest of your life or the rest of multiple lifetimes if you wanted to to pursue it the rock is not going anywhere 
there's always going to be those challenges you can take on. Challenges you can take on. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. rock is not going anywhere. You have all the time in the world to work on yourself and to develop and become the person who can rise to that challenge. And I think that's the perspective Ooh. shift that we can apply to everyday life, right? Is Rise to the challenge. Yeah. What, hmm. You have time. Time is on your side. Hmm. I'm, I'm getting ideas. Is, this is awesome. It's, it's not going anywhere. You have time. Work on yourself and become hmm. the person who can accomplish what you're setting your mind to. I love that. Um, as we're wrapping up, I'm thinking of my uplifting takeaway and Coulter be thinking of yours. But I think for me, what you just said is my takeaway. I want to maybe make a list of challenges I have in my life or challenges I want to take on, which that could mean like just something new to try, which is a challenge. And then finding that community and then just going for it. I'm trying to think there's so many things I want to do. So I think making a list of my challenges, but also my like like mistakes and challenges, like seeing that on a piece of paper and and thinking about how I've been resilient and then moving from there. But what would you say your takeaway is after our conversation today? I think it's pretty similar. Um, yeah, one of the things that I think about a lot with conversations like this, there's a there's a specific climbing project that I've been working on for two years now. It's, it's uh, in Joe's Valley. It's a really ultra classic overhung V5 outdoor prop problem that tons of people travel all over the place to try it. Huh. Um, cool. We'll the last to... time I was climbing on it, I met people from Colorado and stuff that mm. had driven out just to work that problem. And we'll post a picture uh, of that for those listening. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. The, uh, the climb is called kill by kill by numbers for you climbers and, out uh, there. I, uh, yeah, I'll send you a picture that you can post, but I guess my takeaway is just like exactly that. Like the more I work on kill by numbers, the better I am, not just at kill by numbers, but the better I am at all the other climbing projects that relate to it. Strengthening those muscles. I love it. Working on anything is, is progress on everything because you're making progress on yourself. Yeah. It reminds me of this story I, I would read and learned on my mission called Push. It's pray until something happens. And it talks about this man who had a cabin and there was this big rock outside. And the Lord was like, okay, can you move this rock? So every day he would go up against the rock and push his shoulders and his back and his legs into this rock. Every day he would go and push against this rock and push against this rock. Weeks went by and he's still pushing against this rock. And it hasn't moved. And he prays to God and says, why isn't this rock moving? I've been pushing and pushing and pushing and it hasn't budged. And then God kind of says to him like, well, now look how strong your legs are. Look how strong your shoulders are and your arms. And now I'll move the rock. And I just love that analogy with life and with rock climbing. Like it takes that support and it just takes that consistent work. And sometimes we don't see, we we're expecting the rock to move and we forget that by failing, we're still building our muscles and we're still building what we need to work on, even if we're failing. And that is, that is being resilient and the results come. I think it's just so beautiful. Coulter, thank you for reminding me of this and teaching us so much about the life lessons of rock climbing. 
I love it. And I now want to go rock climbing. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to coordinate. Yeah, we'll definitely have to go soon. And we'll leave you guys with a quote that Coulter loves. And it says, after climbing a great hill, one only finds that there are many more hills to climb. And that was from Nelson Mandela. Why do you like that quote? I just think it says a lot about um, a lot about the ethos that I take into life and, and mm. just the concept that I try to live by is that, you know, there's always going to be a project. There's always going to be something more that you can work on. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't invalidate what you've already done, but there's so much excitement in what lays undone. Huh. Yeah. I mean, every year I get older, I'm like, oh no, I'm turning 27. Like, that's scary. But I'm like, you know what? Every year is a new chapter, a new adventure, new things come into my life. And it's like, I can't dwell on how amazing it was to be 22. You know, that gets me nowhere. Don't trip on what's behind you or don't dwell in the past. But yeah. it's just, I love that. With every year comes something new and better with every day, with every challenge and obstacle that you face and climb. Like, we don't coast for very long in life. There's always a hill or a mountain that we have to climb. Oh, I love it. Coulter, thank you for your time. Thank you for doing this last minute with me. I really appreciate it. And just for everyone listening, if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Fill out a form. We'll get you on here. I love talking to everybody and anybody and learning about all your passions. Leave a review, follow, subscribe, do whatever you want to do and have a happy day. Coulter, thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Natalie. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks Thank to everybody you. for listening to the podcast. Whoop, whoop. Go get outside. Bye.